This is the GQ Coaches Show. Now, get ready to chop it up with your hosts, Coaches G and Q, for the real talk in sports. Well, we also Coach Quick, man, what's popping? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Q tonight? Well, man, Coach Q is excited. I'm excited about the doubleheader on Monday Night Football tonight. I tell you what, we had some impactful games on Saturday and Sunday this weekend. And, man, just to be able to sit across from you and chop it up in our new format here via Zoom, man, this is what it's all about. Let's get rocking and rolling and chop it up about, about these big happenings in college football, professional football, and in the sports realm, period. You're exactly right. And I got to go here, man. You know what? As I sat here and watched these ball games this weekend, I'm just like, you know what? I don't understand where these coaches are coming from when when they're taking cheap shots. When I say taking cheap shots, and I'm going to start with the note. I'm going to start from the last game and move 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 in reverse order. So the Notre Dame yes, game versus uh, uh, Notre Dame versus Ohio State. To me, the Ohio State coach absolutely was not professional at the end of the ball game. Right, he how's he gonna call out Lou Holtz? Man's eighty something years old, won a national championship, and he loses his mind on national. T- who, who else is Lou Holtz? His only coach Notre Dame at that level in the Power Five, but yet he's gonna turn around and this coach at Ohio State. I ain't gonna call his name. I got it right. If I ain't gonna give him, I I, I just can't go there. I I really struggled how he did that at the end of the ball game. Your thoughts? I tell you what, Coach G, uh, you're out. You're absolutely correct with with your comments there. Coach Day should never have, uh, you know, fit into that at the end of the ball game. It took away from what was an exceptional ball game between his Ohio State Buckeyes and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. He should have just let it be. Case in point, Coach Holtz motivated your ball club. That's all you needed. That's all you needed. Your ball club came out. They were physical. They showed that they belonged, and they they represented it, the state of Ohio pretty well on Saturday night by um, beating the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Because I actually had picked Notre Dame to beat them. Oh, that's what I I went with Notre Dame too. But I just I just can't get over these coaches just losing their mind. Uh, and st- again, it, it's it, it. You know what? And I know I'm gonna go here, and everybody goes like, "Well, we need to, we want to talk to the coach at the end of the ball game." But when they when you can't control your emotions. At the end of the ball game, and like you said, instead of just stepping to the mic and say, "Listen, my guys brought it," I know there were some folks out here saying, you know, saying this and saying that, uh, but uh, um, yeah, I just I get it, man. But I, I really, really struggled when him with him doing what he did at the end of the ball game, win, lose, or draw. You got to take the high road and just keep your emotions in check and and, and move on. But again, quality of the game. I took uh, I was rolling with Notre Dame myself and came up on the on the short end. So with that, let's go on out there to the Colorado Buffs. I'll let you kick this one off. Well, you know what, Coach G? Uh, the the Oregon coach came out. He said some things on Saturday before the game, you know, talking about Coach Prime and his ball club. They're, they're fighting for clicks and likes instead of fighting for wins, and his ball club was fighting for wins. I don't get why these coaches are coming after Coach Prime. I mean, he's been the exact same way that he is now from when he played. All he's doing is instilling confidence in his kids that he loves. And and he, Coach Prime, he from his playing days at Florida State, playing days in the NFL, from playing Major League Baseball, 
He's always had a type of swagger that he just brought with him. And so now he's bringing it to the game of college football. He's doing it in his own shoes. He's coaching it the way that he see fits, and he's he's instilling this confidence in these kids that he loves. I mean, case in point, the ball game the other week that went to um, overtime with Colorado State, the Rocky Mountain shootout. Well, um, Joe Horn, Joe um, Joe Horn Jr. He had some problems in the game, so you know, um, Coach Prime just wrapped his arms around him and told him, "I love you." The kid went out there and made a big-time play in overtime to help seal the victory for Colorado. There you go. So I, I just don't get why these coaches are coming at him. I mean, he just brings a type swagger to the game, that he the same swagger that he played with for years. You so know, why are you coming after him now? You know, exactly right. So he, here's my take, right? And people can say, well, you know, Coach, listen, Dion has been Dion. And the way he is ever since he ever since the first time he laced his cleats up. But now yes, sir. instead of being grateful, first of all, in the past, and I can't take credit for this. I heard this when I was, you know, watching the game with my cousins and my brothers. Is the number one thing one of my cousins said, who's been following football like for 50 plus years, he said, Colorado, excuse me, he says, Oregon has always been on at 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. When did they, when did when did they have a game on that? When did they have a prime time game? Not until they get the playoffs. So now, therefore, you can't take that. Now you're gonna talk about well, we we worry about uh, winning football games instead of clicks. Listen, let me tell you, something. I'm gonna go ahead and call this out, Coach. These dudes are scared, right? And they're scared yep, because just like Coach Prime said, if you're gonna beat me, you better beat me now, right? They're scared they're gonna lose recruits. Yes, sir. Well, he's not gonna get everybody. He's not gonna get everybody. He's gonna but he's gonna get enough what he needs in order to win. Now, prediction going into the game Saturday, Colorado was supposed to be 0-3 going yes, into sir. that game. Or 0-2, right? But then they turn, so they beat TCU, they turn around, beat Nebraska, and then they beat the uh, Colorado State. So they said it should have been 0-3, but then they go in the court. You know what? But like Deion said, or Coach Prime said, nobody's in here dry, nobody's in here crying, balling, no. Get dressed, get on the plane, and we got work to do. And like and then he asked me, says, you know, why are you guys acting like you playing against me instead of playing against Colorado? And then take it all, you know, these I just don't get it, man. Don't don't be offended because I come in, I'm on 60 minutes in the last two years, and I'm, I'm putting college football on the map, and people, and then the coach had nerve enough at halftime to talk about. I hope you watch. If you watch last week, I hope you keep watching. I'm just like, dude, why? That, that's what I'm talking about. That's emotions. You, 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 you're, you're jealous. You're envious of somebody. You know what? My thing is this. I'm playing you. Say if you coach prime and I'm playing you with a prayer. You know what, coach? I can't. I can't wait to Saturday. We're gonna get on between the lines. Number one, you're gaining exposure. I'm gaining exposure. It's great for college football. And you know what? And the, uh, the and the best team on that day is gonna win. And leave it alone. But no, he got to come out and say, if you got to use, if you got to go to those tactics to, to motivate your team, you got problems. Yes, sir. And that's what they I, always I say. agree, coach. You know, it's just like, man, what do you have to do in order to get out and just play the game and not lose your mind in that process? So we're going to go ahead and get off. You better be glad I ain't got my white Stetson, man. I put that Stetson on and put me some of my uh, block of shades on and be rocking and rolling. Doing maybe maybe we'll come out in our prime outfit next week, and then some of these like and I, I watched a thing on Reggie Bush. 
you know, you should be embarrassed. These jokers coming out and just trying to throw Coach Prime under the bus. You know what? He's playing by the rules. He opened up the portal, and he went and got 86 guys and put them That's in there. Right. People said, we didn't clean the house. Well, first of all, they went 1-10. and 10. Fire all the coaches and get rid of them 1-10 and 10 ball players because if you would have kept everybody, would you turn around and went 1-10 and 10 again? No, you can't. I mean, come on. The man's a Hall of Famer. He's the greatest cover corner that's ever played the yes, game sir. of football. And now you're going to turn around and don't think he, he doesn't have the skill set or the knowledge uh, and or the prime effect to come in. Let me put it this way right here. Everybody that's going to listen to the show going to wish they either had a hotel, a restaurant, or something in Boulder, Colorado. Because right now, everybody pocket swole. <laughs> so you can say what you want to. So yeah, you, that's, and that's Kate. Go ahead. Hey. You're, you're absolutely correct, Coach G. I guarantee you the folks in Boulder, Colorado aren't complaining about what no. Coach Prime is bringing to the table. No. They're not complaining about it. Swear. Why should they? Because there's a big-time economy boost in Boulder, Colorado right now. Yeah, matter of fact, and I, I, they, I, I, these people... I'm, I'm, about ahead, get, I'm, I'm about wanting to get me a hot dog stand and roll to Boulder. Get me some Nathan hot dogs <laughs> yeah, and get on the corner after the game. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, they're just upset because Coach Prime is he's doing it his way. He's coaching this the game of college football in his own shoes, and he's bringing a type swagger that they're just not used to. But what's wrong with him bringing his swagger? They're upset because he wears gold chains. They're upset because he's wearing the the sunglasses. They're upset because he's wearing the Stetson hats. Well, and his kids are dancing around. Well, what is wrong with that when? When there's a 70-plus-year-old Mac Brown after every Carolina football win, he's in the locker room. If you go on Twitter, he's dancing with his kids. So what is the problem with with what Coach Prime and his Colorado kids are doing? I have an issue with these coaches and these media outlets that are coming after him because you're coming after him for one reason only, and that's because of the swag that he's bringing to college football. What's up? This is Mike Vick, and you listen to the GQ Culture Show. Hey, this is Pete Chilka, North Carolina Tar Heel and NBA champion. You're listening to the GQ Coaches Show. This is John Eisenberg, author of Rocket Men, the black quarterbacks who revolutionized pro football. And you are listening to the GQ Coaches Show, the real talk in sports. Hey, this is Chris Patola, and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show, the real talk in sports. You know, and, and bottom line to it is, man, you're exactly right, because you... You want me to you? I'm, I'm gonna throw a lot. You want me to act like the Aflac duck, right? Meaning what? You want everybody to be just alike, just like the coach from Colorado State talking about my mom. I mean, how? You know, I'm gonna say this like this, right? How ignorant can you be? How ignorant okay. can you be to talk about my mama talk right there? I mean, and then just like Coach Prime said, well, how do you go down the road and all of a sudden you get the wins, then you take a left, like? And he's and then they asked him Saturday. He says, I ain't got nothing to say to that coach. He said he did a great job. He said it was old fashioned butt whooping. He says, no, I'm not yes, going to no. He said, I never talked to no. He said, I never did that when I played, and I'm not going to do that when I'm coaching. He said, I'm Absolutely. not going to tear that man down to do what? He said, the only thing, basically, the guy made it personal. He said, when he said, my mama didn't raise me right. And and then and I'm going to go here with this one, coach. And unfortunately, just like he said, he said, two African American coaches. Yes, sir. One, one of the brothers has got to lose. Now, one of the brothers. You're jealous because it might have took you 30, 30, 40, almost 40 years to get that spot. Here's somebody come in and get that spot instantly. See, here's the thing. Like you said, people upset. But now, you know what I think they're really in? It's because they're winning. 
Yeah, absolutely. If he was rocking the gold chains and doing all that and they putting up L's, people say, oh, he just talked. But the problem is yeah. he's got all that on and he's winning. Now they're scared. People don't, you know what? You're scared by a dog, right? You better do what you got to do because just like he said, you better beat me now because guess what? I'm coming. And then guess what? Then that opens up doors for everybody else. Look at, I think they say Warren Sapp may be joining the uh, uh, staff as a special assistant to the defensive line. So people want to be a part of that because guess what? Because it, he's, do, he's doing the things that needs to do because he's given the opportunity. So hats off to Colorado. I'm rolling with prime. I don't, you know, I don't care if they lose against USC or four or five other games. I watch it every day. I watch the press conference. I'm going, when we finish up the show, I'm going to find out what they did today. So listen, folks, you know what? This is, this is my opinion, so you can say whatever you want to say. But listen, I believe when you get a man of that stature coming in and when you sit down, when you are when you're failing to hear what is the message, you got a problem. You really do. And it's not the you just stop Absolutely. and listen to the message. Listen to the message. Somebody said, Well, he went in and did. Well, guess what? If they gonna open up free agency and I can go out here and I can get me eight or nine, ten guys on there, then guess what? But matter <laughs> matter of fact, watch this. What were they saying when he was at Jackson State? <laughs> they, hey. They were saying he wasn't good enough to win then either, exactly. you know. So, yeah. and, and and that's the thing, though, Coach. People don't realize whenever you when you open up this portal thing, you pretty much you went to free agency just like in the NFL or the mm -hmm. NBA. That's all it is. And the objective is to do what? Yeah, the objective is to do what? Get better, right? Exactly. So blame it on college football. Don't blame it on Coach Bryant. Exactly. And, and unfortunately, people, here's another thing people, some people may not know. 40% of the kids that go in the portal don't get picked up. Absolutely. 40%. So you you take the gamble of going in the portal, but that's no guarantee that you're going to end up on somebody's squad. So you call it you can call it one and done. Coach K's done it. Uh, John Calipari's done it. And you some of these coaches say, well, I'm not going to do it. And you know what? That's That's fine. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. But do not, do not cross the line when you're trying to talk about this and that. No, that's who he's always been. He's nothing that he's not always. Now, it'd be totally different in the past, and all of a sudden he starts coming to press conferences with hats and shades. That's not, he's always done that. So, well, you need to take his hats and shades. You know what? I'm just like, get over it, right? It's because right. He's, not, he's not doing it the way you want him to do it you got problems, right? Right. And, and he's not doing anything wrong. Right. And then you, you got problems of how he's doing. He got social media in there and he said, we like, click. you know, he, he, you do whatever you got to do, but if you got to tear another man down to build your stuff up, I'll let you deal with that. So, Hey, here's what I want to go right here. Your boys absolutely opened it up against my pit Panthers on Saturday night. I know it might have been. Y'all started out a little shaky. I know we talked there, and I'm like, because when I got back to Raleigh, and I was like, hey, coach, is that score right here? Next thing I know, and I when I got into watching the game, I looked down, and they just went on to put it on. the. What, what, what was the key to that ball game? Well, I tell you what. The key was, to me, Carolina defensively in the second half just stepped up. And the kid, Hazizi, I believe is his name, the kick returner, defensive back, Man, he had, I think it was two touchdowns that he returned back, you know, up, up against Pitt. And then Carolina's defense knocked Pitt's starting quarterback out of the ball out of the ball game. And on top of that, Drake May is just a generational talent. 
the kid is special. Now, Pitt roughed him up. They were real physical with him in that first half. They roughed him up quite a bit. You know, there was a couple plays where I thought may, may, may not even get back up because Pitt was roughing him up pretty good. But I, nevertheless, Mac Brown and the Tar Heels, they withstood and and they're they're on to bigger and better things. They're starting the season out four and zero. You know what? That's the main thing, man. So you know, hats off to them. But that, I tell you what, la- last one I want to talk about is that uh, North Carolina State UVA game. How the mighty! I watched that Friday night, and it came down to UVA had three fifteen yard penalties back to back to back. And I'm just like, how in the world do you play major college football and have three penalties back to back to back and then that real quick the first one they scored a touchdown the lineman headbutted somebody from north carolina state 15-yard penalty they had to go for two they scored the the two send it into a nice tied up then the quarterback for uva takes his helmet off so there's a 15-yard penalty there then turn around the penalty assess on the kickoff so now they're kicking off from the 25 so now uh and they kick it to north carolina state who's got the number one return uh guy in the conference, so he gets it over to 50. They scramble Ferguson. He gets down in there, and then they go to kick a field goal. The kid misses it, but there's a penalty down there because the guy jumps over top of the center, and, of course, you know that you can't engage in that. So a 15-yard penalty, they mark that off, and boop, he kicks the field goal, and North Carolina State wins. And I'm like, and, of course, you know, I know Coach Elliott personally, and I'm sitting there going, my God, he cannot catch a break. You can't win, Coach, when you got guys that just – play when I say I don't want to say selfishly but they can't keep their emotions in check your thoughts I I completely agree penalties and turnovers kill you in any ball game and when you got bonehead penalties you know that you can't win that way it's and, and it seems like they come untimely penalties at the time of the ball game and it absolutely hurts you it, it crushes your spirits and crushes what you can do on the offensive side of the ball you know what that's the that's the thing that a lot of times people don't understand is when you can't keep it in check and it's going all over the board and all over the the, the page it, it, it's over the top so hey as i look at my clock man they're uh they're giving they're giving me that seven minute signal so we're gonna switch on over to the to the nfl and you know what? I went to bed on my boys last night. That, that, that daggone old line coach, man, I'm here to tell you. First, when they went three and out, three and out, dude, I got up, turned my stuff off, and I said, my pillow, my pillow is more important, <laughs> and it's going to be Monday morning. We just, and, and of course, you know, we got the dub, and as Coach Tomlin said, we'll, we'll stack wins on top of wins, but we didn't execute it all. And, and I know you guys came up on the, the short end of the stick, so what was your take on your commanders? Man, I tell you what, it's growing pains. When you got a young quarterback who was just making his um, third official start of um, in his NFL career, it's pretty tough. Third or fourth um, official start. And he's got, you just got to deal with it, the growing pains. He threw four bad interceptions. He's holding on to the ball quite a bit. I think he's been sacked like 19 times or something like that to start the season. He's on pace from what I read to to going for 108 sacks on the year. Wow. Well, part of that's on him. He's got to get that ball out of his hands. Get rid of it. If it go check go to your check down. Throw it away. 
You know what? That, that's that, that, that's a great call, and that's the same thing. You know, we we were spoiled in in, in the Steel City with uh, uh, with Ben for the amount of time that we had, and and uh, and bringing in this. Uh, well, he was a rookie last year, but that's exactly right. I mean, we can't throw the. It's one game, right? So you guys yes, are rocking and rolling. I mean, we got thrashed week one, uh, but let's. You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll bounce back, and I know uh, you guys are you guys are get back in the saddle. But I tell you what, are the Dolphins that good, or did the Broncos lay down, roll over, take the cleats off? What what was your take on it? I don't know that the Dolphins are that good. The Broncos laid down, and you know, Bronco Nation right now should be embarrassed. Shannon, when Shannon Sharp, one of your Hall of Fame legends, Super Bowl winning tight end, maybe the greatest tight end to ever played a game tweaked out an apology to the Bronco fans because he didn't appreciate what what the Broncos put out there on the field yesterday. You know what? Yes. Lackluster. As oh, he was. said today, it, it, as he said today, you got a 70, 70 points put up on you, 50 piece with 20 extra flats. <laughs> Man, come on. You, you, there comes a point in time where you got to take some pride. You got to take some pride in what you're doing. Stand up. And as he said, as of right now, it's just not good enough. The talent that the Broncos are putting out there on the field is just not good enough. And as he said, people can say it's not Russell Wilson's fault, but nope. Russell should be able to go out and score more than 20 points. You're right. And, and that's the same thing. You, you're not going to beat nobody scoring. And that's the same thing with my Steelers. You're not going to beat anybody putting up 23 points, you know, holding somebody to 18 points. You're not going to do it. Them cowgirls, man, I tell you what, they – they had a rough time yesterday, man. Poor Dak, man. Dak, he just, he just, man, they get down in the red zone and just like, you know, you got to execute. And he throws the pick, man. That's the that, that's the game. But I tell you what, I will call this coach out. Uh, San Diego high net. Heck, you go 43rd at fourth down and one and you're on your 24-yard line. Um, yeah, you look, you, you, you look, you lucky uh, they didn't go down and spike the ball. Excuse me, talking about Minnesota. And you don't go down. And spike the ball yes, sir. and turn back around and pick that and get that dub. I gotta take a sip of my stuff, man, and my th- my throat. And you don't pick yes, that sir. pick that ball up and you end up, man, yeah. You you he might have got fired after that game last night. So he you know what? Hey, in the last three minutes that we got, coach, what is the dick who is your prediction on Monday? what's up with the Monday night football running two games? Hey, I'm loving it right now. I, I wish they'd do it uh, the entire season, but we know it's going to come to a close soon. But in the first ball, I got Philadelphia beating Tampa Bay tonight. Okay. Um, and what's the what's the second game? Oh, my gosh. You had to put me on the spot. Uh, second game. Oh, my gosh. You know what? Let me pull my let me pull my notes up right quick because, you know what? I was thinking it was Detroit because I don't remember. But I think they played. They played, they played last, yesterday. Uh, I'm getting it up right now. Let's see here. And man, he was like, all right. So tonight it is like you said, Eagle. All right. We got, uh, it's the Rams and the, and the Bengals. Oh man. I tell you what, <sighs> as much as my heart sits here and says, take the Rams, I, the Bengals need a win. They, they desperately need a win tonight. So I'm gonna take the Bengals over the Rams, and um, and I got Philly over Tampa Bay. Okay, so you know what? I will roll with you on the Eagles over Tampa Bay, but I'm gonna take them Rams over them Bengals because I need them Bengals to keep on falling, so my boys can keep rolling in the uh, in that conference. So listen, it's it's under the two minutes, so we're gonna do a we're gonna do a quick rapid uh, fire. I'm gonna put Coach Quick on the spot. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a name and I want I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Dean Smith. The greatest. LeBron James. Go. Tom Brady. The greatest of all time. Muhammad Ali. Again, the greatest of all time. Tiger Woods. The greatest of all time. Coach Prime. Coming. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, this is none other than Coach Goins along with Coach Quick. And we, you know what? We're just sitting here. We're excited tonight to have this opportunity to, to try a new format. And when we when we try something, we go all out. We want to thank all of our sponsors and everybody that's always come alongside us to help us out. So I'm going to kick it to Coach Quick, and he knows where to take it. For Coach Goins, myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the locker room. You have been listening to the GQ Coaches Show with Coaches G&Q, the real talk in sports.